Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up with you? Doug Gottlieb in the bonus. Uh, Reminder, you can always download and listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show, the radio version, hours one and two, wherever you download this podcast. I have radio app, you see pretty good. But we got a million things to get to. Um... You'll hear uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, and LeVar Arrington talking about Justin Fields. Dan Patrick has got some interesting thoughts on the Rams. And, of course, Colin Cowherd talking about one of his favorite topics, which is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Also, (laughs) LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron James doing the LeBron James with uh, Kyrie Irving over the weekend. We got got some stuff to get to. Uh, I also have my top 10 college football rankings. Some of those, I believe will in fact surprise you. So look, there's just, um, there's so many things going on, right? Cause we had the world series 
and the Astros close out the Phillies. We had a wild college football weekend where LSU wins, um, which I thought was an out- just an outstanding game. Honestly, as much as there wasn't great scoring and maybe it wasn't a great game, you did have some incredible finishes in the NFL with some of these close games, right? Rams and Tampa felt like two kind of sad has-been teams, but it still came down to a Tom Brady drive. So there is something to the, while the most of the game wasn't watchable, the end was exciting. And I would say the same thing with LSU and Alabama. Like, did Nick Saban screw it up going for two when they were up five or uh, up four? Like, that part, that part to it is interesting. So we, we got a lot of stuff to... To, to get off uh, off uh, off the plate, off my chest, if you will, and got a chance to see the Midwest. Was at the Breeders' Cup on Friday. That was fun. And traveling around Cincinnati and south, uh, is that southwestern Ohio? I think it's southwestern Ohio um, throughout the weekend. Maybe share some of my thoughts on that. But let's first, I, I'll just give you a quick tidbit on the World Series. I don't actually give a shit. I, I just don't. I Do I think the Astros are outstanding? Yeah. And if you go back to on the radio show, we discussed it. They were the, one of the one of the teams outside, obviously the Dodgers and the Yankees that I most expected to compete for, maybe win a World Series. Why? Because they got they're built for the playoffs. Right, bullpen is good. Starting pitchers. I mean, you, you got a couple of incredible starting pitchers, big time hitting, home field advantage, and a lot of playoff experience on that team. Uh, you do feel good for Dusty Baker, but look, the reason nobody cares and nobody's going to celebrate. It's this. It's the same reason we struggled so mightily with guys hitting, you know, high forties, fifty home runs, or getting off to a hot start in baseball, or asking questions to guys that have legit great seasons now in baseball about whether or not they're a PED guy. Right? The past leads us to be suspicious about the present. Right? The past leads us to be suspicious about the present, and. I have no reason to believe that the Houston Texans would do anything illicit. So I'm not accusing them, but because of their past, it's just hard for us to wrap around around some feel good story, right? Like Trey Mancini is an incredible story, but I'd like to, it's like, we all like to separate that from the rest of the Astros, you know? And, and the truth is they did a great job building their franchise from the shambles of was, I think 2013, they were like worst team in baseball. And, and I know they switched to their own network at the time, and now it's been built up. But at the time, their own network got 0.0 ratings. Literally nobody was watching the Houston Astros play a decade ago. And now they're a two-time World Series champion. They've been in the series, you know, another time. They're, they're, they're a dominant ball club. But I just, I, I can't care about it. One, it is baseball, and it was hard. I mean, I love playoff baseball. I guess it's just because I didn't have a reason other than would have liked to seen the Astros get beat, but that's just because the 17 thing stinks to me. Um, some of it is that, but a lot of it is it's just hard to wrap your, team, wrap your arms around a team that has this. And it's, it wasn't that recent. It was five years ago, but it's recent enough, and because there wasn't really any sort of punishment towards the players and they got to keep their World Series. Like, ah, I just don't, can't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm blaming the Astros, but not these Astros for most of us not caring. Make sense? Okay, let's get to football. Sports will humble you. That's, that's what I have found. You know, that, that sports does a lot of things, 
Okay, it can build you up. It can make heroes of people that aren't really heroes. You can also see people who come in as backups and they have a short stint of success and we assume that is going to be elongated and we make a poor assumption. But even the best of the best can be humbled. If, if you are arrogant about the sport you play, no matter how good you are, you run the risk of what's happening to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I, I, I don't know if, I know Aaron a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and pretend we're best friends. The besties are texting now. And he did not strike me during the few times that I was around him as somebody who was willfully and completely and totally arrogant. Matter of fact, a lot of the stuff in which he's trying to do is how to not be arrogant. But I think the arrogance, and, and I use the term arrogance because I, I use it differently. Like, it's like selfishness in basketball. You know, selfishness is not just shooting the ball every time you get it. Selfishness is not guarding your guy, not helping your teammate. You know, not cheering when you're on the bench, not cutting, you know, to create space for your teammate to drive. All these things are are selfish. And Aaron Rodgers isn't selfish in maybe his beliefs and in why he plays. But when you, when you two summers in a row bail on OTAs, when you two training camps in a row fail to really inject yourself into the, the culture of the wide receivers, when you openly push back on the style of offense you're playing, you're selfish. You're selfish. Again, it does not mean that you can't disagree with the offense the offense you run or often the play calls or you can, you're allowed to disagree with all this stuff. But when you do it publicly, that empowers everybody else to do the same. Hey, Aaron Rodgers does, says it. It must be true. That offense must be, and maybe the offense is the problem, but I got to tell you, he played like shit yesterday in the red zone. The first pick, it gets deflected. I don't know why they're running the ball first and goal when they're supposed to be a running team. They must have saw a look they liked. Um, and on that slant, can't hit somebody in the... They hit him in the helmet? Yeah. Um, and then they run a tackle-eligible play to David Bakhtiari, who's open, but they ran on fourth down, a little bit of a trick play. He is open. Aaron Rodgers running through it. He had, I don't remember, it was Watson or Dobbs before Dobbs sprained his ankle, but he had him open deep. Another uh, underthrown ball leads to an interception. I, I don't think I think Aaron Rodgers is as good as anybody who's ever played the game. And I think you go back to last year, last couple of years, he's been playing an extraordinarily high level. But if you don't put in all of the work in the offseason, if you don't work with your wide receivers, you don't work for yourself, if you know you, you start having different interests, your production will wane. And that's what happened there. He was bad yesterday and we can blame the play calling and we can blame the injuries and that that'd be fair. We also have to lay at least some of the blame on Aaron Rodgers. And, and here's what he said about losing to the Lions. Can't lose a game like that against that team though. So that's going to hurt for a while. Luckily it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. We'll be counted out probably by many. We'll see how we respond. I, th- I think all of that is fair. You can't lose that game. 
Can't lose that game. Honestly, can't lose the Giants and Jets game either. But that one especially, that one can't get away from you. Here's Aaron on the difference between being frustrated and being miserable. Frustration and miserability are two different emotions. So when I decided to come back, it was all in and and I don't make decisions. And in hindsight, 2020, you know, have regrets about uh, big decisions like that. So I was all in and this is uh, a lot of life lessons for sure this year. But luckily it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. And he went on and said, you know, we'll be counted out by, by, by most. I won't count them out, but I'm just going to sit there and go. And I, and I respect that he's not questioning, why did I come back for this? Ugh. I respect that. Re- truly, truly respect that. But I do think that for whatever reason, he hasn't played nearly as well. Ha- does he have the guys in the right places? No. You know, and there's some balls that get, we do this all the time. We're like, man, where is he throwing that ball? Where it was really the receiver that should have been there. Uh, Understood. But I think there's at least a portion of the blame in which Aaron Rodgers is not playing up to his normal level. And if had that happened, the very strong likelihood is they would have won that game last night. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Let's get to our list of the day. It's time for the list of the day. I'm on the list. Oh, snap. Why didn't you say so? You are, in fact, on the list. The list of the day. Let's get after it. Top 10 college football teams as ranked by yours truly, Doug Gottlieb. Let's start with number 10. Number 10. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with UCLA. The Bruins, 8-1 uh, and one on the season. And I know they didn't play anybody in the non-conference. And frankly, in their conference, <laughs> they haven't played much of anybody. They beat, beat Utah at home, lost to Oregon. They did beat Washington. Washington had another big win over the weekend. Um, I think UCLA's good. I mean, like, look, you throw them in a hat with Clemson and uh, Utah, who they beat, and Carolina and Penn State and maybe even Texas. I think Texas might be better. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with UCLA as of now at 10. Number nine. Ole Miss. Um, Rebs uh, beat AM at AM this week, which record-wise, doesn't look that great. And A&M's got a ton of injuries and dysfunction. But, I mean, this is a team that's put together a good season. They did beat Kentucky in a close game. They lost to LSU. I don't know. I, I think Ole Miss, even though their schedule's not great and they benefited from it, I think it's a good football team. Again, kind of pick them out of a hat with anybody outside of the top seven, and they'll be uh, outside of the top seven or so, and they'll be fine. Number eight. Number eight, we're going to go, uh, we, have, we have two teams at eight, LSU and Oregon. LSU with a gigantic win over Alabama in overtime. Uh, only loss was to Tennessee at home. They just beat Ole Miss, who we previously ranked. And I'm going to put my co-number eight uh, with Oregon. Okay, Oregon only one loss, that being to Georgia. Eviscerated, annihilated, embarrassed to start the season, but undefeated ever since. Number seven, USC. I, I know it all kind of work out in the end. I don't know how good they are. Um, they have only one loss on the season. The only difficult team they played on the road, and that was Utah, who they beat by a point. They won't play Oregon until the Pac-12 championship game. Of course, they get there, but they have UCLA on the road, Notre Dame, and then potentially Oregon. I will say this for USC. If they run the table, I think they end up in the playoff. And you're like, what? Like, by then, Notre Dame's have figured it out. They just beat Clemson. They seem to, they, before that, they beat Syracuse. Like, they've uh, clearly improved uh, over the season. They've won three in a row. And Notre Dame's going to beat Navy and beat Boston College. So they'll have a five-game winning streak, and they'll have won, I think, eight out of their last nine coming into the game. My, my point is, Notre Dame will be a top 15, maybe even creeping up on top 10 club by the time USC beats them. And that would make it very, very different in terms of the eyes of the committee and what happens to SC. They got a lot of work to do, but SC's right there in the discussion. Number six. Uh, Alabama. And you're like, what? Yeah, Alabama. Well, they have two losses. Okay, they lost on, a, on like a little uh, knuckleball kick uh, by three to Tennessee. 
and they lose in overtime. No, excuse me, not was it overtime? Yeah, first overtime going for two at LSU. Like you lose two road games against two top ten teams, and you lose by a total of four points. One in overtime, the other one is the buzzer expires. Let's not act like there's all these things going wrong at Alabama. Not as good as and dominant as they've been, but still very, very good. Number five. Uh, TCU, we know they've run, uh, gotten the benefit of playing against backups and all that stuff. The schedule gets real now as they travel to Texas this upcoming weekend. Um, then they go to Baylor, who's not great, but Baylor just beat Oklahoma. So, Two very tough road games, and we'll find out about TCU. My guess is they drop one of these two, and the Big 12 is out of the college football playoff. But if TCU wins these, uh, you know, their next four, the fourth being the Big 12 championship game, they'll be in, and we'll see how their defense holds up. The offense has been really, really good. Number four. Number four, Tennessee. You know, let's not freak out over Tennessee getting beat by Georgia. Georgia's really, really good, and Georgia kind of jumped them. And that, that was a different level of game maybe than they're ready for. Number three. Uh, I'm going to go with, with Ohio State at three. They're getting number one rankings, but they were just okay against Northwestern. And, and honestly, uh, for much of the game, they were just okay against Penn State. And obviously Penn State better than Northwestern. You're not going to get filet mignon every week, right? But... Uh, you should get a little bit bigger, bigger, better quality of steak. Uh, I'm going to put them at three, and when you hear two, you'll understand why. Number two. Michigan. Okay. Now, level of competition, here's the perfect example. When they played Penn State, the game wasn't really competitive. Beat Michigan State, after halftime, game not competitive. Rutgers, game not competitive. So I do think that it doesn't mean I, I don't know who's better. On paper, it would seem Ohio State is a little bit more talented the skill positions. Um, and C.J. Stroud's more talented quarterback. But Michigan's actually played better. Number one. Georgia. Any questions? Didn't think so. And now it's time for the portion of the show where we bring back something we heard previously on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports Radio. We call it. And now. <laughs> Here's Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, two pros and a cup of Joe, talking about Justin Fields this morning. I think the goal going into the season was, do the Bears have a quarterback in Justin Fields? They need to find out, because everybody acknowledged this was a rebuild. What would you say so far? What would you guys say to verdict on that is? They got a guy. They got a guy. Yeah. Got a guy. Uh, there, there's no doubt about when you watch some of the throws he makes, even with the addition of Claypool, I was curious to see like what impact he'd have right away. It, it felt like guys were kind of more open. It felt like they could do a little more within the offense. And him setting, what, a, a regular season quarterback rushing yeah. record for a single game, you just see his upside potential of his ability to do that. And I, I, I Look, I think the, think the kid's special. I, I thought Trevor Lawrence, who I liked him better coming out of the draft, but I had fields right behind him. I think both those guys have like that extra added element of athleticism that you have to have in today's game in order to play quarterback. Yeah, he Un- unless you're one of the elites, but even then we're seeing those guys struggle a little bit with just playing from the pocket. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not sold on Justin Fields. Um, I think I am sold on if they use him the way that he should be used as a run pass option, he can be, uh, he can be really good. I just, you know, like th- there have been so many games in which he didn't look great as a passer and he's back there a little bit lost. And end of the day, that's where your money is made. Right? Like 
Like LeVar, we had questions about his passing. I mean, look, his accuracy, his last year in college wasn't good. His last game in college wasn't good. And they built an offense around him, which is really smart. And he's also improved. Those two things have happened. And there's still a ceiling there in terms of his ability to, to, to drop back, progression read, pick you apart, throw in the football. Uh, Justin Fields is further behind in that sense, but it doesn't mean that he can't catch up. But at this point, I'm not sold. I am sold that you keep rolling with him because with a rookie contract, take, taking a beating if he does get hit uh, isn't as punitive if he does get hurt. But ceiling-wise and long-term-wise, that that generally hasn't worked. So let's let's just see. Here's Dan Patrick talking about the LA Rams. That's a game that is going to come back and haunt the Rams. If they don't make the playoffs, they might look at this game and go, that cost us. Well, there's reasons why that cost them. They are 29th in scoring offense this year. Offensive line is a mess. They no longer have Von Miller to put pressure on the quarterback. They were top five in sacks uh, last year. Now they're the bottom half of the league this year. The NFC West is still open for the taking, but we know Seattle is a quality team, and we know San Francisco has as many weapons as anybody, but you're starting to think that Super Bowl hangover is real for the L.A. Rams. Didn't understand the uh, coaching philosophy, strategy, the logic. You uh, have to take away the sidelines with Tom Brady. You want to force them to uh, catch the ball over the middle and uh, let the clock run. And you let Brady, it looked too easy. And I know we're accustomed to seeing Tom Brady game on the line, two minutes to go. Yes, he's going to win this game. There was never a doubt. There was never a doubt. It was like, I've seen this movie. I know exactly how it ends. And they did not take away the, the sideline. What's, what's interesting is Jalen Ramsey, after the game, kind of called out the offense not the defense. Granted, the offense had the ball. They get a first down. They win the game. Game over. End of story. He's right. One, can't say it. And two, one, like the defense did their job either. Rams are a mess. And while everyone last week was trying to copy the Rams model, it should be pointed out that that model of going all in, one, if it doesn't work, this is how you look. Or two, even if it does work, sometimes this is how, how it looks. This is Colin Cowherd earlier today talking about Aaron Rodgers. The NFL humbles you very quickly if you are not all in all the time. Aaron hasn't always been all in, especially in a season with kid-wide receivers. You see quarterbacks decline. I see quarterbacks decline. It's usually a physical thing. But Aaron's often look checked out during games. He keeps mentioning retirement over and over, which is why Devontae Adams left. And I do think Aaron still is a great, great player, but I think he took a lot for granted this year. Maybe yesterday was humbling. I hope so. I don't think the season's over. I think the season for Green Bay is limited because the quarterback, as I said all offseason, does not have the personality to put his arms around and be almost a surrogate father to these young receivers, and that's what it takes. This is not beat up on Aaron Day. It be honest about Aaron Day, and Aaron needs to look in the mirror. You got to care more about your play caller and trust your play caller more than your shaman. You were not all in. <laughs> That's a great line. Got to trust your play caller more than your shaman. Well, we said that to start the show. And it's just, you know, look, all sports are like this. You know, and you just, you sit there. I, you know, I, I, I said this with my son is, um, He's 13 years old, and he went to one of these All-American camps where it's not great basketball. It's just one-on-one city, whatever. But if you ain't been working, somebody else has. 
And I think it's great. Like sometimes you have a bad game. You're like, man, you feel like, man, I feel like I'm not good enough. Like, well, that guy probably spent the entire summer working. And what'd you spend? You're chilling this summer. You know, his body looks better. His jump shot looks better. It doesn't mean that it's the end of the story, but chapters change and bodies change. And he who works the hardest and sometimes matures the, the quickest ends up getting the benefit of it. So I, I you know, you, you just, you're going to get humbled and you can do arrogant things, but you better be work. What's the old uh, expression? You got to keep the main thing, the main thing. If you don't, these are the things that happen. And it, the, the difference between working morning, noon, and night training your body is, I mean, the, the interception, um, he threw one down the field on what I think was a corner out. And he just underthrew it by maybe a foot. If it's a foot further, it's a touchdown. They win the game. We don't have this discussion. That's we talk about football as a game of inches, maybe it's like inches or feet or whatever. It's just that slight. And do I know for a fact that that interception or any of the interceptions were caused by the fact that he's been hiking Machu Picchu and being philosophical and taking time away instead of being grinding about football? I do not know that. I do not know that. But it's all about percentage and likelihood and chance. The more you work, likely the better you are in those situations. And for a guy who's been great most of his career, it's been stunning to see how poorly at times he's played. And that's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Uh, Let's get to, I think this is Jason Stewart's favorite part of the show, You're Annoying. And now... It's your annoying. Jay Stu, who's annoying today? What up? You know, you're annoying uh, because you always try to put this on me. I have a feeling this is your favorite segment of the day. And I know you're not supposed to say segments, but your favorite part of the show is no, your annoying. No, but listen, listen. Then listen, you put it off on me. Supposed, those are things we're not supposed to do in radio. I have no idea if we can say segments Good point. in podcasts, right? I mean, just so people are aware, like the things you're taught, you know, somebody has been trained in radio. Um, if they don't say when we come back, yeah, it's coming up next, right? Because you come back. Oh, you're going away. Oh, cool. I'll go away too. coming up next. And the same thing is true for the idea of uh, of segments, right? You don't say segments like an inside the beltway talk. It's not how real real people don't say segments, but everybody does it anyway. So we'll do it on podcast. We can do it on podcast if you want. We can call it a segment, portion of the show, whatever you want. Um, I, I also think, though, that part of it is I get annoyed by people, but your level of annoyance, that the, yeah. the amount of people that annoy you is greater or that you voice it more than maybe I do. I think it says a lot about me that I go, I spend a lot of my time when I consume content, <laughs> figuring out what I hate about it. And uh, that says a lot about me. It does. So, um, Not all bad, by the way. Nah, I, I don't think all the, I don't think that's all bad. That if you if you look for things to to, to hate, I don't I think that's just real. That's just who you are. You if know? you're tuning into this podcast, yes, you're tuning in because you you probably skew negative a little bit because you yeah. know our content tends yeah. to be harder on the the negative stuff because it's more interesting. Um, I said on the show last week when you were out on Thursday. I watch Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelor, and I do a podcast about it. I don't watch those shows for the happy couples that are in love. That's boring. I watch for the breakups, the drama, the hurt feelings, and the same with my sports. So let's start Let's start off with this. LeBron James might be the first time he's on the list. It won't be the last. Um, he was asked about Kyrie Irving. Now, the context here is... LeBron James has had a week to consume and see where the wind is blowing on this Kyrie thing. And somebody asked him about 
it on Saturday. He apologized, but he caused some harm. And I think it's unfortunate, but I don't stand on the position to harm people when it comes to your voice or your platform or, or, or anything. So it doesn't matter what color your skin is, how tall you are, what position you are in. If you are promoting or soliciting or saying harmful things to any community that harm people, then I don't I don't respect it. I don't I don't condone it. Now, the natural follow would have been if it was somebody that wasn't a sycophant in the in the press room. Uh, what about that tweet that you sent out where you had a thinly veiled uh, threat of violence against a cop in the Micaiah Bryant situation? Remember that one where he tweeted out a picture of the cop and said, you're next. Um, and then it ended up being this thing where Micaiah Bryant was in foster care and she had mental issues and she was about to stab someone and the cop actually probably saved the other person's life. Uh, anyways, you know, LeBron James calling out somebody for not using their platform in a responsible way. That's annoying because LeBron has made a whole lot of fuck-ups on his social media. Yes, I think there, I think there's room there for, uh, for empathy towards... Kyrie, but I thought Kyrie's defiance towards apologizing was ultimately his downfall. Uh, it's it's weird. It's one of those like we all on some level are, there's sometimes we want to just like I just really don't want to talk about this, but LeBron has to. That's the problem is he's shared opinion on so many things. Uh, there is a past with Kyrie and maybe a potential future with Kyrie, although that doesn't look like it's going to happen as of now, and. Uh, you know, he, so he's, he, you know, he had to come up with some solution. So you're right. You're right. He's a hypocrite because of the, the anti-cop tweet. He's been able to get away with it for a long time. Um, I generally agree with you on that, uh, on that element of it. But I can also agree with what LeBron's saying is completely inoffensive and somewhat innocuous in the way he's saying it. Now, most of us last night were, like, frustrated at this slog of a game, the Chiefs-Titans. Just an, a miserable game to watch. And But one guy was having a really good time watching it. A.J. Brown traded from the Titans this past offseason, starring for the Eagles now. He's having a great year. But he sent out a tweet, and this is what's annoying. Maybe it's not an A.J. Brown is annoying as much as it is uh, influencers who think that they could tweet something out and then delete it, and none of us saw it. A.J. Brown tweeted, um, at some point during the fourth quarter last night, ain't nobody open with four crying, laughing emojis. In other words, there's no receivers getting open for this rookie quarterback. I think your take, and most of our takes, would be like, I don't know if that quarterback would have gotten it to him if they were open. But people that delete tweets... As if as soon as you send something out, it's not screenshotted and repurposed within like five minutes. Uh, those people are annoying. A.J. Brown just being the uh, the latest. You know what's funny about A.J. Brown is he's the one who said he didn't like the way the trade went down. Meanwhile, by all accounts, he had already been in contact with Jalen Hurts about getting that thing done. And he got the new contract. Um, the way I look at the A.J. Brown thing, he's right. There wasn't anybody open. We're, we're all right. It wasn't like Malik Willis was going to get it to him. And some of their play calling in terms of the route running, you know, there's just nothing open underneath. Nobody even to throw to underneath. So it caused him to hold the ball longer. Uh, but Malik Willis looked lost, looked totally lost last, last night. 
and they lost a close, hard-fought game. Um, so I don't think that that he's wrong. I just don't think you need to say it. And th- the way in which he's positioning it is the way in which posi- our people are positioning Lamar. Like Baltimore didn't want Lamar. Like no, they offered him a huge contract, far and away the biggest contract ever. Likely bigger than even Russell Wilson's contract. They just don't don't want the Deshaun Watson level of and style of contract. And I think that's very, very reasonable. But we turn this into the, hey, you didn't offer me a contract. The, the, the Titans offered A.J. Brown a contract extension. He didn't take it. So he wanted more money. He ended up signing a four-year, $100 million extension. And he got the money. I don't know why he would ever be bitter. They trade him to a team that's the only current undefeated team. He got a dream contract, and he gets the ball. Why would you keep trolling your old team when you asked for more money than they were capable, uh, they, they were confident in paying you, and it, it's like an amicable divorce. You're only commenting on some of the details of post-divorce life that you don't like. Real fast. OBJ was going to be my third one here, but this guy kind of um, replaced him at the last second. Today, yeah. um, Frank Reich was let go. Jeff Saturday was named interim head coach. I know you'll have thoughts, or you, you had thoughts on the radio show, and they were really good thoughts. Now, uh, Kolb. This guy named Kolb's got a blue check mark. Okay, He, he works for, what is it? Um, is it SB Nation? Okay, Kolb. This is like an amalgamation of some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter ever since the Colts made Jeff Saturday an interim head coach. Uh, He writes, Jeff Saturday just became the head coach of an NFL team, blah, blah, blah. There are black coaches in the NFL that have been assistants for years, and that can't even get serious interviews to be a head coach. Amazing. Um, It took all of like five minutes for the Jeff Saturday hiring, regardless of what you think about it, to be made into this racial racial thing. Why not hire a black interim? Why not give him a chance, Doug? Um, I, th- I think this is really interesting. It's actually probably the most, and we talked about it some of the radio show. Uh, who is the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers? Uh, Steve Wilkes. Correct. Okay. How did Steve Wilkes' previous tenure go as head coach in the NFL. Was he uh, one year and out or two? He was one and done. It was, by all accounts, an abject disaster, right? He was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals uh, for a season. And he, you know, Josh Rosen, remember, was his quarterback. He didn't play Josh Rosen until mid-year. They were just, they were they were terrible. Steve Wilkes was 3-13 and 13 as head coach. Now, Steve had a long and has had a long and successful run with Carolina as an assistant before getting that job. And ultimately he returned to Carolina now as the, as now he's now, now he's the interim interim coach. The point is that, look, there's no question that uh, there, there's some risk to hiring a guy who doesn't have quote unquote coaching experience. And you're like, what do you mean? Quote unquote, he's never coached playing 15 years in the NFL at center is doing way more in terms of the actual in-game adjustments and a lot of the preparation that most co- assistant coaches, m- most assistant coaches do in terms of th- those games, it's, it's similar or whatever. Like he's been literally doing it his whole life. If you know about center, like their level of aptitude and studying and what's needed the position is that of a quarterback, is that of a coach. But the point is that it's okay for you to question the. Remember, it's an interim hire. Okay, he was not hired as the head coach. 
that just give him a look and I'm sure because he knows everybody in the organization and because he has done, he doesn't carry the ego of let everybody else do their thing. Right? That's what he's going to do. St- Steve Wilkes has experience. He should not like, why not? I, I could have, when he got the job, I could have said, why not give it to somebody else? Who's somebody who has never had experience for give them a look, see what they got. It's the middle of the season. Probably not going to work. Interim coaching is hard and then move on. I could say the exact same thing about Steve Wilkes, even though he has head coaching experience, because you would never want to hire a guy that was three and 13 ever. Um, th- that's my take on the, the race. If the first thing you think of is race, then that's where your head is. First thing I think of is, will it work? You know, are they going to make Matt Ryan Lance Harbor? And is he going to call oop to oop? What are they exactly going to do? That part's more interesting to me. So I would say, who, who who put that tweet out there? Some guy named Kolb. <laughs> Kolb. But he has a he has a check. He has an actual earned check as opposed to the purchased blue check. Correct. Correct. And don't make fun of that second group because I'm about to become in that second. Well, we obviously talked about that a bunch in the show. We'll talk about it more. Uh, and uh, so Kolb. Yeah, um, I will say, Jason, that this part of the show is, in fact, your favorite. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. We're kind of like 12, 13, 14-year-old boys. We hear a curse word or somebody say something you couldn't normally say, and we can play it for you. And so why do we play it for you in its entirety? Because we can. Here's Tom Brady yesterday on what it felt like to get that win over the Rams. That was awesome. That was fucking awesome. You know what's interesting about Brady? Is, uh, and some of it is the superstar quality to him, and he won the Super Bowl. But uh, the people like him. And the juxtaposition of his post-game pressers and Aaron Rodgers, and there's been equal amounts of misery this year, is really interesting to me. Here's Aaron Rodgers cursing in his press conference. You had some shitty throws for sure. Well, why'd we play those for you? You know the answer, because we, because we can. Be- because we can. And I really enjoy doing it. Um, but I thought Brady, much like the games, he won more than Aaron Rodgers won, even with this cursing, the timing of it, the delivery of it, the game that's after, it was amazing. Tom Brady wins more than Aaron Rodgers, no matter how talented Aaron Rodgers actually is. And we do that because we can. All right, let me give you my pick of the day. Well, college basketball is here, right? It it is here. And because it's here, we have a whole slate of games today. Gigantic slate of games today. And I always think it's fascinating to look at these games, look at some of these huge lines and figure out, all right, who do we like? Who do we don't like? And what do they, what do, they do? Uh, UTEP, UTEP takes on Texas. Texas is coached by Chris Beard. Um, it's a preseason. They're ranked 12th in the country. They are, in fact, talented. They are, in fact, deep. Uh, Joe Golden's the head coach of UTEP. He is an exceptionally close friend of Chris Beard's. I don't think Beard doesn't run it up in their first game at their first official game at their new arena. I just think that the chances of it getting to 23 points, uh, considering you're going to play a lot of your young guys is not great. 
I'm going to take UTEP and 23 points. UTEP plus 23, that's my pick of the day. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Of course, we also gave you our pick on Monday Night Football. If you missed it, okay, if you missed it, uh, my pick on tonight's game, Monday Night Football, uh, is I like the Saints. Ravens are all banged up. Uh, New Orleans comes off a game in which they actually played really, really well. And uh, they won 24-0 at home against the Raiders. Uh, Granted, I don't think this is a classically awesome Saints team. And yet it still has a chance to make the playoffs. They are playing at home. They got the Steelers, then the Rams at home next. They got a chance, but they got to win tonight. I think straight up, money line, give me the Saints against, mostly it's because you got a banged up club. I don't know who Lamar throws to. You know, if you if you don't have your best wide receiver and you don't have your tight end, who's your best pass catcher, and you don't have Dobbins back, who's your best running back, yikes, it's going to be a lot of Lamar, and I don't know a lot, a lot else. I'll take the Saints as my other pick of the day. All right, that's it for In the Bonus. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.